So I'm here at the VSO Jitali office in Nairobi and we have a volunteer that's actually uh, come back from a month's leave and uh, your name? My name is Alan De La Rosa and I came from the Philippines. Wonderful. Yeah. So Alan, tell me about your the first time you saw VSO and why did you decide to volunteer? And mm -hmm. Well, actually, I am a development planner by profession back home. Okay. It was uh, more than two years ago. Uh, I work with the Academ, uh, University of the Philippines. Uh -huh. And then uh, I am more into development planning, rural development. So when I saw uh, one of the, uh, what do you call this, advertisement regarding volunteering, so I got interested and then I tried uh, applying. The thing is, I was being, uh, what do you call this, readily accepted. So uh, I decided to really get the chance to be part of BSO. So uh, right now it's more than two years. This is my extension year. Wow. And then um, I might say, uh, I, will, I will say that uh, I did not make a wrong decision. And uh, it's a very fulfilling thing to be part of uh, BSO and to do volunteering here in Kenya. Wow. Yeah. And so um, are you on your own or did you come with someone? No, I, uh, I came here alone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did you meet people along the way, other volunteers? Actually, I did not only meet people, I make friends with people here in uh, Kenya. So yeah, I became like uh, one of them. Yeah. And uh, one good thing is I work um, with them on the extension side, on the community. Okay. So uh, from the community, uh, I've been able to um, also work with the government side. Because right now I've been uh, doing some linking between my office, which is the UNICEF Kenya Country Office, and the government to do some work and activities on the field. So, yeah. so the partner in the field is UNICEF. UNICEF Kenya Country Office. Okay. So basically, I uh, I am part of the strategic planning, monitoring, and evaluation section of UNICEF. And uh, so, part of the project that you're working on is in Kibera. Yeah, uh, basically I came here because uh, I, uh, my placement originally is Kebera Slum. Okay. So uh, I, I was being hired as an organizational uh, capacity builder. Okay. Uh, to do some, uh, you know, some uh, programs mm -hmm. that can be able to help people there. But the thing is, uh, UNICEF is concentrating more on the children and women. Okay. And uh, eventually, with the programs that we are doing, we are also helping community as well. Okay. So as we are doing the programs for the children, we are also helping rebuilding some uh, programs which can help the community itself. Okay, so the general public, you know, we don't, the, no, the general public doesn't understand capacity building, programs. Yeah, yeah. So give me an example of something that you feel that you've contributed. For example, a, a person, a particular mm. project, something that's real to us. Yeah. Actually, um, when, when you say um, capacity building, you're trying to um, what you call enhance whatever they already have. Like for example, skills that are being, at being not top. Okay. So the potentials that they have, you can be able to show it up and help them see that they can be able to do it themselves. So like for example, uh, you can be able to uh, do some training and uh, let them realize that they have it already. So they, 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 they just need to develop it and uh, practice it themselves. So you can just start it uh, as a capacity builder, 
But the thing is, the the objective of what you're doing is the sustainability of what you're doing. Okay. So uh, whether you are there or not, after two years, they can be able to sustain what you have done. Okay. Mm -hmm. So generally, looking at what's there already, mm -hmm. helping them believe in themselves yeah. and make it better, mm -hmm. and then make it last a long time. Yeah. Is that yeah. a good summary yeah. of it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so give me an example of a particular project that that you did that you recognized the potential yeah. and allowed it to and helped it to grow. Sorry. Well, actually, Kebera, the biggest problem of Kebera is water and sanitation. Oh, okay. So uh, less than seventy percent of people there have access to it. So uh, the the population is more than one point two million. People. Okay. Did you get that, everyone? One point two million. In, in yeah. how in how much land? Uh, actually, uh, Kebera is uh, around the, occupies only around the four percent of total Nairobi, oh, gosh. but occupies sixty percent of the total population. My goodness! So something something big. I I don't have the figure of uh, how, big how, how big it is. Yeah. Yes. But basically, so since you are going to give them some programs on uh, how to, like for example. If you just give them water, like uh, the source of water you, you put up or install some uh, sanitation uh, water tanks and then uh, you put up sanitation facilities, the thing is, how can they be able to sustain it? Like for example, if, you're, if, 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 if people from uh, NGOs or UN agencies won't help them anymore, so how can they be able to sustain the projects that have been given to them and let them realize that that project is no longer uh, UNICEF's or other agencies it's but it's theirs. already them. Yes. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be them who's who's going to take good care of it. Something okay. like that. So I, I put up some uh, water tanks and installed it for themselves. Uh, more than 90. 90, uh, 90 water, water tanks. tanks. But uh. basically uh, I targeted schools Okay. Because uh, that is where children's children are. Okay. And then I put up um, sanitation facilities like toilets, so they can be able to prevent some diseases there. Because you see, uh, Kibera is famous for flying saucers before, so we're trying to rebuild it. So right now there are some CBOs or the community-based organizations. Before they just accept uh, projects, then when it's uh, already busted. Okay, they will just abandon some of the projects. Ah. But right now, uh, what they're doing is wh when people use their facilities given by, let's say, UNICEF, um, the, the money that they're getting, that's the money they're using to, to sustain the project. Okay. So they're now the one managing it, uh, doing some repairs, and then right now they, they, uh, they, they get some savings and then they venture right now into micro-financing. Uh, Oh, they're doing that too. They're doing it right now. So oh. some of the money that they're getting, so they ventured into other programs, based from uh, where they originate from that project. Okay, yeah. so coming from the Philippines, yeah, uh, there's other you know areas similar in the Philippines, but yeah. not like Kibera, right? Uh, we have it also back yes. home. We have some slums. Yes. I don't know, but um, the thing is, um, we have some programs there that I have introduced here ah. in, uh, in uh, Kibera. So I'm just too happy that uh, they have accepted it and tried it. And then right now they're seeing the results. Okay. So, so you've, when, you came from the, when you've come from the Philippines and the children in Kibera mm. 
see you. Uh -huh. What kind of questions do they have about you? Um, the thing is, are you Chinese? Yes, okay. <laughs> That's one thing. Yeah. Which I, I will always say, I'm not Chinese, <laughs> I'm a Filipino. Yes. Uh, second is like, um, are, are you going to give us money? Because, okay. uh, because, because of the color, they would say, you're a Muzungu or a white. Yeah. They would say, no, I came here to help you, not just to give you money. Okay. But to help you, you know, make money. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. But not no promises, of course. I'm just trying to help them the best that I could. Yes. So I have limitations as well. So um, let's say uh, what I'm telling is let's work together. I gather some stakeholders. Before it, we, before organizations, they work like a lone ranger. Oh, yeah. They do this thing, do this thing. So w what I've told them, I, I work with this government uh, counterpart. I've told them, let's group together and put, put our resources together so we can have a better impact. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, the children in Kibera slums, they now have almost 90 water tanks. Mm -hmm. Where did the water come from? Yeah, actually, it, ca it came from the government because Kibera is uh, considered a non -for like a non-formal um, Inform community, informal okay. community. Mm -hmm. So uh, they don't receive um, what they call this uh, basic services. Okay, so they so don't. So that's why you can see a lot of organizations, NGOs, CBOs coming there to help. But okay. the thing is, they, they just uh, come and go, come and go, so people don't really appreciate it. Okay. And then uh, they just like, oh, another organization will come in and then. Give me some money. Yeah, so, <laughs> but right now, they, they, they realize that what they, have, what they are getting from these NGOs they can be able to maximize it and then uh, sustain it for themselves. Okay, so yeah. for, for the average person, these tanks are built. Mm -hmm. You help get the resources to build these tanks. Mm -hmm. They help provide the labor and you put mm -hmm. it together. Yeah. And then these tanks get put somewhere on the oh, ground or on the roof? Uh, yeah, it is be, they, ha they have a, what do you call this, a... They have a... Towers? Yeah, towers. Uh -huh. Yeah, some, some are built on the ground. It depends. So uh, basically, what they're they're helping is the labor. Okay. Or sometimes some some from the school side, mm -hmm. they they help uh, install it. We, we give them uh, the materials, they install it. So okay. So they can help the field that the, that project is theirs. Yeah, it's it's a collaboration. It's a partnership. So they would they wouldn't say that's a UNICEF project. Okay. No. So that's they, mine. Yeah, so yeah. that is ours. Yeah. yeah. So we okay. need to sustain it. So this water tank is up there, mm -hmm. and how does it get filled? Uh, the, the, the 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 problem with Kebera, they are given uh, a ration uh, two times a week. So uh, that's why they put the water there, stock it, and then uh, they sell it in a very reasonable price to the people. Okay, and do, are those are they uh, do people come and collect the water in those yellow plastic yeah, containers? Jerry cans, And did you help uh, fund some of the jerry cans? Because can everybody afford a jerry mm, can? Actually, some of the organizations there, mm. so uh, also do their part. Okay, so I would like to acknowledge it also that uh, okay. some of the NGOs or some of the CBOs there are doing their part by providing some uh, okay. water tanks there. So that's the cool thing about VSO, right? Yeah, it's you're a working, partnership. You're yeah. working with partnership with UNICEF mm. and a partnership with the community, mm. and not only that, other NGOs in the yeah, region, so yeah. that you're all effective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the first parts of your assignment must be quite interesting. You have to bu build these relationships. Relationship, yeah. So the first thing is, I just realized I cannot work alone, even though you have resources. It yes. just go to waste. 
So what you do is you sensitize people that the project that you're giving to them is theirs. Okay. Yeah, and then you can never work alone as a one, one organization. You need the help of others because you need information. You need uh, other things which your organization uh, is not. Um, what do you call this? It's not an. It's not a priority. Yeah. So you need to tap other organizations. So partnership is very powerful. Wow. Powerful. Wow. Yeah. So on a personal level, you've come to Kenya. Where are you living? Are you living near your assignment or? Mm, yeah, I, I live near my assignment. Wow. So. Um, at least, uh, you know, uh, it's like um, immersion. Not really. You, you need to work to live like them. But the thing is, you, you you feel like you're one of them. Okay. So people know you when you get into the community. When you go shopping yeah, and living. Yeah. So uh, you can also meet people in the in the in that same area. Okay. Yeah. So you have a, a little place nearby, mm -hmm. and then you try and you work with the community. Um, in all this time that you've been here, have you mm. been sick or, I mean, when you think about Kibera, you think of the worst conditions. The, the, the thing is, um, as, as, a, as a volunteer, you need to also take good care of yourself. Good. Because uh, I always believe you can't give what you don't have. So you need to be healthy here. Okay. Yeah, eat well, something like that. But the thing is, our insurance is also very good. So uh, okay. you, have, you need to prevent um, some uh, some sickness to, to escalate. So Before you, you came, you had all your uh, um, all your inoculations, all your you know TB, uh, Hep B, Hep C. Mm -hmm. Then you come here, and uh, is malaria in the mm, area? No, no. Not malaria. Luckily in Nairobi, there's no malaria. Okay, mm. so that's one thing you don't have to have malron or anything no, no, like no, that. No. Okay. I don't. Um, I don't. I just take those. Uh, malarons. Uh, malarons, we don't take malarons, it's too expensive. Yeah, it's so expensive. Yeah, so we take other uh, other pills when we travel. To, like to the coast yeah, and etc. Yeah. So VSO volunteers, do they get together with each other and share these? Because I'm sure that the when you go home, people don't even understand mm -hmm. the pressures and the yeah. challenges you face. So do you get together with other VSO volunteers? Volunteers here in Kenya? In Chitza, yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, we have this, uh, we have BISOC which is every three months. Okay. But the thing is, uh, we also get together here in Nairobi. As friends. As friends. Okay. So, actually, sometimes I call them mm -hmm. when I need some help. Like, uh, there are some expertise they have. Like, um, oh. like, we have some speech therapist here. We have some nutritionist here. So, some, sometimes you, you need to get also those um, volunteers help you in uh, setting some ideas. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Or sometimes, not really ideas, but the they themselves they go there okay. and help you oh wow yeah. so here you are you've just you're on an extension yeah um you might stay maybe another year yeah i'm on uh, another year I'm, another. I'm on my third year yeah okay so when you're done with these three years and mm -hmm. you go back to the philippines yeah. do you feel your job opportunities back in the philippines are better as a result of your experiences here yeah i think so because um it's not really you, you, you develop as a, what you call it, you gain some knowledge professionally, but the personal side also um, like uh, gets some advantages. You've grown. Uh, yeah, as a person, really. Yeah, really? Because um, right now you, you can make some decision. You see, um, you can just realize that uh, what you're doing before also needs to improve because somehow if you have some tutors there, and then you, you cannot really apply it. 
Yes. Then uh, you're like uh, comfortable that that theory is really very good. So when you go here and apply it, you realize that you need some improvement, and you need also other uh, what do you call this? Uh, you learn patience, don't you? Very. <laughs> <laughs> you see, uh, actually Africans are very good, yeah. but they're very relaxed. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, I like it the, the the way they do it. Like uh, they, they they say ako na matata, so no worries, no hairy in Africa. But the thing is, right now there's no, there's no hairy. But the thing is, they know what they where they are going. Kay. That's the thing. So uh, they don't know hairy things, but when they do it, like poly poly slowly slowly. But the thing is, they, they're getting there. I see your Swahili is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, did you get training in Swahili before you came here? Uh, oh, when you came here? Yeah, actually, we have some sessions okay. with Swahili. But the thing is, when you go to the ground, and when you're really on the ground, yeah. then that's the thing that you can be able to learn a lot of Swahilis. And then, uh, although you cannot really speak it well, then you can be able to relate and understand some of the words. Now, uh, on a personal level, when you come on an assignment like this, mm -hmm. I know you've just come back from holidays, mm -hmm. and you've probably been with your friends and family at mm -hmm. home. Yeah. Do you miss them a lot? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Like, uh... I always talk about Kenya. I become like an ambassador, <laughs> se se selling the country and uh, what are the potentials. And yeah. then uh, when I when I went home, actually I uh, I went to uh, BSO Bahaginan, and then uh, I participated in some of the what do you call this uh, BSO pro programs projects, and then uh, asking other people to you know join volunteering because wow. this 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 one thing which can really help them as a person. Help you know. them and help the and, and help and, the people. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so it's an all-round thing, huh? Yeah. You know what I find really fascinating when I see VSO volunteers yeah. is that they're coming from all over the world. And yeah. as you know, QSO and VSO have merged in mm -hmm. Canada. Yeah. And so um, we hope that we'll have Canadians working along with Americans working along with somebody from the Philippines mm -hmm. and someone from Kenya, yeah. possibly in Uganda. Yeah, of course. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. It's kind of like Star Trek, isn't it? Star Trek. <laughs> it's like we're all in this in this we're, battle we're, together. We are in a what do you call this? Uh, we're like UN. <laughs> we're like we're like the United, the United Nations. Nations. Yeah, working uh -huh. together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna get from you a PowerPoint which I will upload yeah. on our site so mm. that people will understand what Kabera looks like. Mm -hmm. It uh, I've traveled through it. I've, mm -hmm. I'm just amazed yeah. at how many people are there. Mm -hmm. I wonder from um, per another personal perspective, yeah. have you met somebody in that in Kabera or child that you just personally have become good friends with and relate to? Actually, it's not only one. Yes. But it's more than... I, I cannot count right now in my hands because I have really good friends there. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I built a personal relationship with them after working with them. Yeah. So, so when, when you go into the area and you go to work one day, um, do you often have children call your name? Yeah, right now they know, they know my name. Before yes. they call me Chinese. <laughs> Then I become like, oh, that Filipino guy. Right yeah. now they call me Alan. Now it's yeah, Alan. So yeah. So even even the people there where mm -hmm. I used to work with, so they even asked me to to be part of the birthday. Of, uh, oh yeah. wow! Yeah, so and the, before I left to the Philippines, I was asked to be uh, what do you call this a a sponsor for a for a child. <laughs> Because uh, we build relationships, so she get, she just give birth, and then uh, she, 
she the family asked me to to be part of a how do you call that uh, like the, a godfather godfather yeah so uh, the, wow. you can see how how the relationship become very good so then, do you do you, um in in a year from now what will you miss about Kenya actually the the friendship that I have built with these people and then uh, of course the the camaraderie that we have mm -hmm. uh, working together and then uh, one thing that I really miss is uh, what do you call this? M my patience that have been developed. Ah! <laughs> yeah, because you see, because you have hairy, hairy, hairy before when you when you when you're very new, you need to you want to produce results. Yes. Then you just realize you cannot do that because you're on a different setting right now, yes. a different community. So you cannot really apply what you what you know or what you used to. Yeah where you are before yes. and then right now you need to also adjust well yeah. I can't thank you enough for mm -hmm. volunteering mm -hmm. with VSO I hope uh, that you take back with you mm -hmm. all these fabulous lessons and uh, come visit us in Canada yeah pleasure okay. I will all <laughs> I right. have a chance thank you okay. so much <laughs>